In recent years, skeptics and scientists have come together to debunk some of the strangest supernatural mysteries that still exist today. Odd events such as spontaneous human combustion and Death Valley sailing stones now have a logical scientific explanation. But that cannot be said for everything, and in today's video, we'll be looking at some persisting supernatural mysteries that will scare you to death. So as always, hit those lights, sit back, and enjoy. The Gurdon Light The Gurdon Light is the name of a mysterious ball of light located near railway tracks off Interstate 30 in a wooded area of Gurdon, Arkansas. The light brings many curious spectators to the state each year, and although the railway tracks have now been partially covered or removed, the mystery continues. According to local legend, the light is a result of one of two ghosts haunting the area. In one story, it's believed that the light is from the lantern of an unidentified railway worker who was killed after falling into the path of an oncoming train. His head was separated from his body during the grisly accident, and was never recovered, and as a result, his spirit continues to search for it, lantern in hand. The second story is based on real-life events. In 1931, railway foreman Will McLean was killed during a confrontation with one of his co-workers, a man named Louis McBride. What they argued about is unclear. Some versions of the story claim that they fought about the decrease in hours that McBride had been given due to the Great Depression, but most sources state the pair quarreled because McLean believed that McBride had tampered with a section of the tracks, causing a freight train with 14 cars to derail, although it's widely believed that McBride had been trying to derail a passenger train. During the fight, McLean was reportedly beaten to death. Blood trails led to where his body lay, in a swampy area of the woods. McBride soon confessed to the murder, and was executed via electric chair in 1932. The Gurdon Light is believed to be from Will McLean's lantern as he wanders the area, unable to rest. The light is described as either white-blue or sometimes orangish in colour, and always sways back and forth, moving around the horizon. Although it was featured on Unsolved Mysteries in the 1990s, the programme never determined the cause of the glow. Some believe it's a result of the lights from the highway reflecting through the trees, but it has been documented since before the highway was built. The first person to see it was reportedly a conductor who watched the glow follow the train for a mile before disappearing into a nearby graveyard. Others have postulated that the stress on the quartz crystal under the Gurdon caused them to emit electricity and produce the light. Those who have witnessed the light have also reported seeing a bluish mist, voices, shuffling sounds, and feelings of dread. The exact cause of the eerie glow is yet to be definitively established. The Devil's Footprints Locals around X Estuary in South Devon were shocked one morning in February of 1855 at the time, the UK had been subjected to some of its coldest winters yet. Throughout the night and previous days, the townspeople had endured heavy snowfall, but this wasn't what surprised and concerned them. It was what happened in the snow overnight. Hoof-like tracks had been left in the snow and reportedly covered an area of between 40 and 100 miles. 
The prints were 4 inches in length, 5 inches across, and between 8 and 16 inches apart. But instead of moving like, say, a horse would, with the right leg going forward, and then the left leg, these marks, which were believed to have been created by a bipedal creature, went in a single file. Reports of the prints came in from around 30 different locations, and most bizarrely of all, were found in locations such as on top of houses, frozen rivers, high walls, and on drainage pipes. Stranger still, the impressions were said to have gone clear through the snow to the ground, as if they had been branded into it. It wasn't long before fear gripped the locals, dubbed the tracks of Satan or the devil's footprints, due to their resemblance to a cloven hoof. Some people thought that the devil was wandering around at night, searching for sinners, and refused to leave their houses after dark as a result. There has been much speculation about the origins of the so-called devil's footprints. Some investigators believe it was a hoax, while another, author Jeffrey Household, claims that they were the result of an experimental balloon, which had been mistakenly released. Apparently the balloon had had shackles attached to it, which had made the imprints, although it's curious that it never became stuck on trees or other objects. Supposedly, the balloon experiment was kept quiet because it had resulted in the damage of property. Another theory proposed by a reverend claimed it was possibly the result of a kangaroo, which had escaped from a private zoo. However, the reverend later admitted to making this story up as a way to distract his parishioners from the idea that the devil was walking among them. There is very little direct evidence concerning the devil's footprints, most documentation comes from the findings of a collective of papers belonging to a local reverend in the 1850s. Skeptics admit that while some tracks can be explained by the likes of donkeys and ponies, others cannot. Curiously, in 2009, in North Devon, a woman found similar prints in her garden, reigniting the debate all over again. The ongoing mystery of the devil's footprints continues. The Bleeding House, Georgia. One of the most persistent mysteries in recent years is that of Georgia's Bleeding House. The home at the corner of Fountain Drive and Morris Street in southwest Atlanta had been rented by an elderly couple named Minnie and William Winston for over two decades. The couple had never once dealt with any supernatural experiences during their time there. That is until 1987. Late one night on September 8th, Minnie, 77 years old at the time, stepped out of her bath to find the floor of the room covered in speckles and droplets of blood. Alarmed and confused, she awoke her husband, 79-year-old William. Neither he nor Minnie bore any injuries, but the spots ranged from the size of a dime to the size of a silver dollar. The blood was found on the floor and lower walls throughout the home, in most of the rooms. It was also found in odd places, such as under the toaster and TV, and in barely accessible crawl spaces. It would be easy to dismiss this as the blood of an animal, but the elderly couple owned no pets, and there was no sign of rodent infestation in their rented accommodation. Local authorities were not immediately alarmed by the report they received from the couple the following morning, as William had a dialysis machine. However, the 79-year-old rejected the notion that he was responsible for all the blood found in the home. When their blood was tested, everyone was left stumped. It was not human, not animal, and was blood type O. 
the couple both had type A blood, there was no evidence in the house that a struggle had taken place or that a crime had been committed at all. The so-called bleeding house prompted the elderly couple to be called and visited by curious townspeople at all hours of the day once the story broke. In recent years, the idea has been proposed that the couple were visited by an injured person or possibly even a thief and perhaps they never heard anything due to their old age. However, this wouldn't account for why the blood ended up in most of the house and under objects around the home. Many suspect that the whole thing was a hoax. Reportedly, the couple did not get on with their adult children, leaving some to believe that either the couple did it for attention from their children or the children did it for financial gain. A reporter who later conducted an interview with Minnie claimed that she said it must have simply been a mix of rust and water, despite the fact that the police had proved otherwise with their testing. To this day, the case of the bleeding house goes unsolved. No further incidents of oozing blood in the property have ever been reported. The Phantom Sniper In November of 1927, Camden, New Jersey was haunted by what is now known as the Phantom Sniper, who would open fire at random and leave behind not a single trace of their existence, not even bullets. The first known instance of the Phantom Sniper was when several cars and buses had their windshields shattered by what was at first thought to be bullets. Five vehicles in total were damaged. At first, the case seemed pretty straightforward. Someone had shot at the windscreens. However, upon closer inspection, the vehicles turned up no signs of bullet fragments or shell casings. Whatever had been used had simply disappeared. Luckily, during the chaos, no passengers were ever hurt by the bullets, although some suffered injuries from the broken glass. At some point during this initial investigation, a police officer was reportedly shot in the back and was left with massive bruising. Although he had been shot at twice, the first shot had missed him and dented the metal bridge he was walking along. According to some reports, the officer had been hit with a blue marble, which was recovered from the scene. Others, however, claim the marble was thought to belong to a copycat of the so-called Phantom Sniper. Attacks on vehicles in the area continued for the best part of a year, but no shooter was ever found, nor was there any evidence that he or she even existed. Witnesses never heard gunshots. Authorities often couldn't even locate good vantage points or determine where the shots had come from. The projectiles used to cause the damage were never discovered. At one point, it was believed that the sniper must have been using something such as a high-powered slingshot or air gun, but no such weapon was known to police at the time, and the damage often looked like it came from bullets. Meanwhile, other areas of New Jersey came under fire from similar attacks, but it's unknown if this was the work of the Phantom Sniper or another copycat. One story emerged from two women who had their bedroom window pierced and shattered at around 4.30am. The victims claimed that a man ran from the scene with great speed and that he was the same man they'd seen loitering outside of their building earlier that day. In this specific case, a 32 caliber bullet was found, but it couldn't be deduced from where it was fired or even from what direction it came from. Once again, it's unknown if this was truly the work of the Phantom Sniper or not. 
The attack stopped suddenly in 1928 and never picked up again. The mystery of the Phantom Sniper remains unsolved. The Black Flash. Provistown, Massachusetts became home to one of the most bizarre supernatural stories in the state's history in 1939, when a man-like creature dubbed the Black Flash began to terrorize the town's residents. The first report of the Black Flash came in October of that year, when a group of schoolchildren claimed that while walking home from school, an odd-looking creature jumped out from behind the dunes. They described it as seven feet tall, fast, and dressed in black, and claimed that its laugh followed them all the way home. It also emanated a strange buzzing sound, resembling that of a bee or fly. Then, later that month, a woman named Maria Costa also ran into the strange entity. She had been walking past the town hall when it jumped out at her from behind the bushes. Mary described the black flash much like the boys did, but added that it had glowing blue eyes and silver ears, and noted that it could jump impossibly high. She ducked into a nearby coffee shop and relayed her story to some of the men there, who set out to track the creature down. However, they couldn't find it. At first, the local police department strongly believed that the Black Flash was simply a hoax being pulled by some bored young boys. But as reports concerning the creature continued to flood in and the townspeople grew more concerned, they began to have their doubts. Strangely, while reports were coming in from different parts of the town, several of these incidents were taking place at the same time. Soon the Black Flash became a well-known name in the town. It was also dubbed the Bolt, the Provistown Phantom, and the Devil of the Dunes. As time went on, the stories about the creature grew bolder. Now it was no longer simply scaring the locals, but was instead starting to attack them. One teenager claimed that the creature could spew blue flames. According to one story, several men had managed to corner it, but it managed to leap the 10-foot fence and bullets did not pierce it. One man claimed that he shot it, point-blank with a shotgun, but it simply laughed in his face. The creature had become a symbol of terror in the town, and was later blamed for a string of fires, which caused $250,000 in property damage. The last reported sighting of the Black Flash was from a group of children who spotted it coming towards them in the fog. They ran home, locked the door, and were terrified when they heard it attempting to get into the house. One of the children had the idea to throw hot water on it, so they boiled the kettle, ran up the stairs, and poured the boiling water onto the creature from the second story of the house. Subsequently, the creature retreated and was never seen again. There have been many theories about what exactly the Black Flash was. Some have wondered if it was an athlete, while others, at the time, claimed that it was a gay man. Since it was the 1930s, alternative lifestyles were less widely accepted in the Western world than they are now. Many believe the creature must have been the result of a hoax. In the modern era, the Black Flash has been compared to Britain's own Spring-Heeled Jack, who wore a black cloak, had a silver face and red eyes, and who was capable of breathing blue flames and making high jumps. The Black Flash never returned to Provincetown, and essentially fell off the map after its escape from the children who threw boiling water on it. Whether it was a hoax, hysteria, or something more sinister, the legacy of the Black Flash is a chilling one nonetheless. So that's five supernatural mysteries that we are sure will keep you up tonight. Thanks for watching, 
And as always, we'll see you here tomorrow for another creepy video.